Welcome to another episode of Hooks, Lines, and Hip Hop. I'm Akeem. Jacob. Thank you guys so much for joining us. Jake, what are we talking about today? Uh, we're going to talk about two albums. Uh, Hotel Diablo, mm. Machine Gun Kelly, yes. and Aries. Aris, Aris? I said Iris. Iris. I, yeah, it's Iris, because he said Iris. Iris several times. Iris. Jaden. Yes, Jaden now, not Jaden Smith. It's mm. Jaden. Shout out to Jaden. Before we get into that, though, uh, we're going to talk about a little bit of news, and then our What You Know fact. Yes. So, obviously, ASAP Rocky's been in the news here lately. Mm-hmm. Uh, for those of you that don't know, he was in an altercation uh, in the streets of Sweden. And apparently, they don't take street fighting very lightly <laughs> in Sweden. Because they arrested him. ASAP Ferg said he's in solitary confinement with no access to communication. And if he's convicted, he's going to serve six years. Six years. In a foreign prison. Yeah. Even if it's Sweden. Which, what the fuck... Why does Sweden all of a sudden decide to get ballsy with ASAP Rocky? Aren't they the ones who are always in between everything? Like they're neutral? Yeah. We're Sweden? Yeah. Isn't that the Switzerland. lingo? We're oh, Switzerland. Switzerland? Yeah. Damn, I keep thinking. Switzerland's on my <clears throat> mind. If, if we have Sweden, Swedish listeners, listeners, sorry, but they're. Can y'all free ASAP? Yeah, free ASAP, first of all, but I think they're most famous for IKEA. So. Oh. That's not that great. Yeah. Well. Ah. Well. You get what you pay for. It takes a lot of time, dude. The first time. So <laughs> the first time I ever bought IKEA furniture, it was hard because you really have to go by the pictures because there's not really good description. But the second time, it's a lot easier. Really? It's just yeah. like a pub, like you just know. Yeah, you kind of know like, okay, this. This, this is, is my Bjorsh. I know. Yeah. I know how to assemble my Bjorsh because I have my floggin in the corner over there right next to my doohickey. Yeah. I get it. That's, maybe that's where Rick and Morty get, like, that's where they get all the, the names. They just the weird their name. Ikea's website. They do have some weird names for stuff. He gets stoned and walks through Ikea. And that place is a social experiment, I swear. Have you it ever been? Be. No, I refuse, man. You know how I am. If it gets too popular, I'm not into it. You need to go just once. I, I, you really, like, while you're in there, I feel like I'm in a, like a hamster in a cage. <laughs> because, like, there's lines on the floor and everybody's going, like, the same direction and it's very, like, cut off. Uh-huh. Like, this sounds bad, but if there was ever a shooter in Ikea, everybody's dying. Because there's not an easy way. Like, there's one way in and one oh, way out. Dude. I mean, Jesus. I'm sure there's a me- emergency exit. I bet there's emergency For exits. the Swedes to get their assault rifles. And I pray that they... That, well, Sw- Swedes, I don't think they have guns. I feel like nobody else in the world has guns except for America. And bad people in other countries. Yeah, exactly. Like, bad people. We're not, not going to open that can. We don't need to. Yeah. Let's close it back up. Shout out to Ikea, though. Do you remember that? Uh, oh, he was French. He was really popular when we were in high school. The singer, guns don't kill people. Uh-uh. <laughs> I kill people with guns. You don't remember that? In the, the oh. book was old people burning. Old... Jean Lajoie. He also sings this, the cringy song now, Show Me Your Genitals. Oh, sure. Okay, I know. I knew that one. I didn't really, I, I didn't really know that other one. I knew Show Me Your Genitals because of uh, Tyler Rose would always sing it. Yeah. He would yell out your genitalia in the middle of class, and everybody would just start laughing. Yeah, yeah, it was funny at this time. Yeah, yeah, you know, simpler times. Yeah. All right, so ASAP, man. We hope he's free. We hope he gets free because if you watch the video, it's fucked up that the guy got jumped. But also, uh, ASAP also put out video where he shows that the guy was in. Harassing him beforehand. Yeah, apparently so, there was an issue inside the business where they went out of, and then that's where the altercation happened. Right. Um, yeah, either way. I mean, I'm sure there's a lot to could have been done to avoid it, but I'm sure that there was a lot done to create the situation also. 
It's just difficult. I mean, you you may it, it's it's like you have to make a split decision that you, can alter your entire life. I really would have. I mean, if that had happened in New York, it yeah, wouldn't have been the a cops big would have been like, okay, y'all obviously settled your dispute. Here's a report. <laughs> here's a report. Enjoy your yeah. day. I mean, it it maybe would have gone to court regardless. Yeah. But for if you guys are antagonizing a celebrity, you kind of deserve it. Yeah. Just but the, anybody, antagonizing anybody, not yeah, just the celebrity, celebrity thing. You have the the argument. Well, they're celebrities; they should be used to that. They get it. No, that's no. The, that's what people argue. But it's not. But it's not true because if somebody's coming up to you, and this happens, I think more so to rappers than anybody, where people come up to them to hate. It's yeah. not like if somebody's coming up to you being nice, and then you as a celebrity go, Jake, fuck. Like I go, Hey, Jake, I'm a really big fan, and then you go. Fuck you, and then you like break my phone. Yeah, this is we see it a lot more in rap because in rap it's it, it's kind of like a, a status symbol to be like, hey, I go out with with three guys, yeah. and Ariana Grande goes anywhere with five six people, yeah. security max, and ASAP Rocky's out with with friends. Yeah, so rappers are more often alone, well, so, so I think that's why we see it more often. Promoted to go after rappers, yeah, is, I mean, what, is what I'm saying. When too. Cardi B went to court, there's like literally barricades to keep the people away from her. Whereas rappers, if they're going into court, like male rappers, you don't really see them with the... I mean, they have the court-ordered protection. But it's just... it's kind also, of a, guys I'm don't have as many creepy fans as girls. Though, yeah, too. true. Because Cardi B, dude, yeah. she has some dudes just... Jerking off every day. Don't they don't get sleep, dude? Like they and they're like, one day I'm gonna meet her. One day I'm gonna meet. Like, <laughs> you know, Eminem. Eminem might have some fans like that too, because he made Stan. Yeah. So, uh, you know, but like ASAP Rocky doesn't have fans like that. I don't think. Oh no, ASAP Rocky, lucky, cute. <laughs> It's just a fact. He's a handsome man. He's He's a good looking guy. He's a pretty motherfucker. That's what he says. Yeah. Young, pretty Flacco Jody. South Carolina police say a DMX lookalike is wanted for attempted murder. Spoiler alert, it's DMX. It's actually DMX. Actually, I'm not the dog. Allegedly, no. <laughs> no, we won't. No, just a joke. There's no, there's no DMX slander on. No, HMH. never, never. He signed, he signed an autograph for me. So thank you, yeah. DMX. DMX is better than Tupac. At me. <laughs> you know what, no, DMX? I can't, I can't DMX say that, is an evolution of Tupac for sure, though. True. They were very much in the same like. Vein. I won't stand by that statement. Is that he's better? Well, if I probably if you looked at statistics, I I'm listen like, oh, to DMX, listen to DMX more. DMX more. Yeah. Me too, absolutely. Be, but he's also because we're younger. Yeah, too. You know, Tupac wasn't around when we were. I sent now. you the picture yesterday of Kanye doing a little like d- display for for Forbes. It was all of like that was kind of heavy to look at. I want that magazine. Yeah, I'd, I'd buy that Forbes because that was really it was it was Kanye standing in front of in the all way the picture was taken. Much. It was yeah. in like a very landscape. Right. So I think it's probably going to be like a centerfold or and a two-page. It was, picture. you know, it was, it was like a bunch. It was like almost like an yin yang kind of sim. Yeah, but it was him. all prototype and sample Yeezys. Yeah, it was crazy. There was some wild stuff out there. I'm still waiting on the basketball shoe. I think that will come sooner yeah. rather than later. So what you know this week? What I know, uh, Brett Favre is apparently from Mississippi. Cool. I did not know that. Brett Favre is a legend. Shout out to Brett Favre. Some people. Little sports. Little sports. Uh, Brett Favre is one of my favorite quarterbacks. 
Oh, can I give another one? Sure. Can I double up? I've got two, so yeah. The st- I'll give you guys. I'll give you guys some state facts, Nick. If you're listening, yeah, it's from work, dude. Don't call me out on it again. Uh, but <laughs> I got uh, the state. The state tree is uh, or the state flower for Mississippi is the magnolia tree. So it was all Mississippi facts. Okay. Yeah. So, shout out Mississippi. In New York, Emily Rock. What's yours, dude? All right, I got two because they were nice. Yeah. So, so we're just doubling up the knowledge on you yeah. guys. Today's more education. We we never found out what number three is in Arabic either, though. Oh, kleti. That's a hard one, huh? Yeah. Kleti. I haven't forgot. Wahad. Wahad. Tanahin. Kleti. It's got to get harder with every number. No, the four. All right, guys. Since we did two facts, two numbers. Arba. Can you say that one? Arba. That's that's very close to Akbar. <laughs> I don't think we can say that on the internet in America. Under the Trump administration. Yeah, you're right. Hey, no, no, no. There's, dude. There's, Trump listens to hook songs and hip hop. You know that. He's a fan. He DM'd I, us. I hope he's not. He DM's us. He, huge fan, guys. Hope you're voting for me in 2020. And we always just say, all due respect, no, but, you know, shout out to you, Mr. President. Keep hanging out with Kim Jong un. All right. No English word rhymes with month, silver, orange, or purple. Orange. And I thought about orange. this. Yeah, orange door hinge. That's the only one I had. That's the only one. Silver. I guess sliver. you can, you can near rhyme with like pilfer, maybe. Silver sliver. Not really, huh? No. Silver, purple. Sliver. I mean we have purple nurple, but that's not nurple's not really a word. Not, yeah, it's a fake word. What was the other one? Month. It's hard. Month. Purple month. you can near rhyme with, orange you can near rhyme with. That could yeah. even argue silver. You can near rhyme with. What are you breaking, dude? It's tragedy. You guys know. Can we shatter another bottle? May or may not have shattered uh, the vape. We'll find out shortly here. Let's check, ladies and gentlemen. And she's safe. We're good. So, yeah, no English word rhymes with month, silver, orange, or purple. I guess near rhyme does not not accounted for. Yeah. Um, And then, fact numero. Tenen, is that right? Tenen. Yeah. yeah, there you go. Fact numero tenen. There we go. A whale's penis is called a dork. <laughs> what? Yep. A dork? Yep. Dang. I got a dork dick like a whale. I have to figure that one out. You're going to need to throw that one in. Yeah. Guys, Jake's rapping again. But yep. And the shit he has, I'm telling you guys, it's some shit. And we'll it will pre- be premiered on. HLH, I we'll hope, see. right, Jake? We'll see. If you put oh, it, it'll out, definitely be premiered. It, it'll be premiered on HLH. But we'll see. We'll see if it's good or not. Dope. I, I think it is. Man, she said I got a dork dick like a whale penis. <laughs> I have to work on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's something you got to keep it. I'll call little Dicky. He'll help me out with that one. I'm sure he probably already has. He put it in Earth. Actually, you didn't hear that line. No. She's like my dork dick. It's a whale penis. And then it was like uh, Ellen. He could have done, done a, a good out. Uh, Whale character, DJ Khaled, just popping out of the water. We the best! <laughs> and he could have got DJ Khaled to... So much. Promote it for him. That could have been cool. Yeah, except instead of all the cool DreamWorks drawings, it'd be DreamWorks drawings and product placement. There'd be Did you know K-Pen? the elephants in Africa listen to Beats Pill? <laughs> There's a K-Pen like in the background, like yeah. a zebra's hitting a K-Pen. God. And all it right. has a fat ass, too. Because it has to be sexual. Yeah. Because sex sells, baby! <laughs> We the best forever. <laughs> it's a chandelier. Oh. All right, so do y'all want to? Do you want to hear me be disappointed or mad first? 
Let's talk Spoiler. about Motel Diablo first. Okay. Because I, I do want to say that for Machine Gun Kelly, the last two albums I did not listen to. Yeah, the the EP, the last EP that came out, I listened to it. I listened to the EP, but I'm saying full album from from him. What was what were the last two albums? It was Bloom or Blossom? Yeah, it was Bloom. Let's pull it up here. Um, no, I, I want to start by saying I like Machine Gun Kelly a lot. You do? He's kind of like a, I don't want to say a logic to me, but I've been listening to him for both the same amount of time. Like I was listening to him in high school when he had the... Uh, were you the one who showed me the mixtapes? Yeah, he had, I don't remember the name, there was a few big tracks off of him, like Chip Off the Old Block was one. Mm-hmm. The old MacBook over there has all the sure. old mixtapes on it. Um, so I've been listening to him for a, a pretty long time. But yeah, the last the last album before the, the Binge EP was Bloom, and then before that he had General Admission. I really like General Admission. Mm-hmm. Um, that one was good. Blaze Up was his debut album, and that was still like end of the mixtape days, right. starting of the... The pop days, because that that's the track that had Wild Boys on it. But that was the only notable like pop, really talked about track on that. Uh, I mean, back 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 on Lace Up, he was working with DMX, Twist Nine. Or the Tech DMX Nine, song up. is one of my favorites. Demons, yeah. that's one of my favorite songs of all time. If you guys, if you he's guys haven't also, heard that one, that's a great uh, MGK song and DMX song. He's also um, the end of the road. Uh, I can play a little bit of that. That was on a mixtape. Um, you probably oh with Blackbeard yeah remember this this was a big song yeah this was huge so I mean he did a lot with the mixtapes so I kind of play the middle of that though so people people who haven't heard of MGK can just hear it. So that's that's Black Bear's hook. So. That was more. I think that was like his like first introduction to the pop sound. He was signed to P Diddy mm-hmm. back then. He was signed to Bad Boy. He's not anymore, correct? I think he is actually. Is he really? Yeah, because he, him, and Eminem swapped back and forth the lines about Diddy. Oh wow! Yeah, he is still with Bad Boy. Yeah, man, that's that's amazing because honestly, uh, P Diddy's track record with artists. It's terrible. Yeah. You guys know that, right? I mean, it's notorious that if you're signed to Bad Boy, it's essentially a graveyard. Well, I do know... I don't remember what interview it was. It was, it was when the whole Eminem beef was going on. Mm-hmm. Machine Gun Kelly was talking about, like... I think it was I think it was Charlemagne asking, like, did you tell Diddy you were going to put this out? And he was right. like, no, he said, I haven't talked to Diddy in a month. Right. So he may have been flexing, but I don't think anybody's flexing on Diddy. With all the respect, yes, yes, and and MGK is the exact person who flex on Diddy because MGK, in interviews, correct me if I'm wrong, but he comes off as like, I have this big chip on my he shoulder. He has a sense of entitlement, and I'm yes, he. Thank you. That's exactly what it is. I would have said I think chip on shoulder, but sense of entitlement for sure, and it comes out heavily in the music too because there there is in in the beginning with lace up, you do hear. The messages of being self-made and overcoming yeah. struggle—that's that was great. That was the point of the title too. Is like lacing up your gloves, fighting gloves, you know, like going against the world kind of thing. But now, he he went to this more uh, emo emo vibe that I just don't necessarily understand, and it feels like it's just pandering because that's what's popular right now. Yeah, I will say, like even on General Mission, there was some more rock. Like that's really when his like rock thing picked up. 
because he's got a song with Kid Rock, but it was still like half rock, half rap. And then he got in like this. With Kid Rock? Yeah. Oh, I don't want to hear that. It's called Bad Motherfucker. Oh, of course it is. Because it's really not bad. Kid Rock can't have anything that would seem like blatantly emotional with substance or. They're just from the same region. They yeah. They really work together. That, sure. That's why. No, it's because they look alike. <laughs> They look nothing alike. If MGK didn't shower for about three weeks, he could definitely look Kid, like Kid Rock. Kid Rock looks like he lives in a camper. Kid Rock, yeah. Kid Rock lives in a camper. And and Machine Gun Kelly 40s. looks like he lives in a tour bus. Like that. Yeah. Yeah, he just looks. And he wears really tight jeans. Yeah, and I mean, he's, he's always very, complaining he, about how tight they are. He plays, like, when he started in 2015 with General Mission, that's when the rocks, and he plays, like, live at shows, and that's cool. Mm-hmm. But this album was so horribly executed. Okay, I want. Let's hear this because I didn't at first remember what I said. I said, Jake, this sucks, and you're like, You hate this? Remember that? Well, okay, so when when Aries dropped, or I was sorry, Iris dropped, yeah, Revenge of the Dreamers dropped, uh, the 03 Greedo <laughs> and Travis Barker dropped. This was the last one that I listened to, and I listened to them all the first time, like the first day, but I just previewed this one, like, click, listened to oh, like 30 okay. seconds. I was like, Okay, this seems pretty strong. I thought you had listened to it, but no, you had said that, okay. but then I get to the message. God, this is before we start <clears throat> into the album. He had an interview when he was on the Breakfast Club, and he was talking about how he the album is called Binge, and Charlemagne says, "So you, you do a lot of drugs?" And he was like, and he goes, "Yeah, yeah," and he's like, kind of like probably like, "Yeah, I do a lot of drugs." Mm-hmm. And he says, "How how are you? How can you say that like in the climate after Max death?" And he's like, "Man, Max death was horrible. It messed me up." And Charlemagne is like, "Well, then what, if you realize this is a problem, why don't you get help?" And Charl- and he and Machine Gun Kelly kind of clammed up, and then he kind of struck back at Charlemagne. I just don't like the the wishy washiness of the album. It's very contradicting. Not only is it contradicting, and I, I'm so glad you said that because there are moments on the album that I think I could genuinely like the sound that's coming from it. Yeah, you there's know? a few tracks on here that scored very high. It, and the, and it what happened is like it would be like the beginning of the song would sound all right where like I said the production on here guys again I'm so, we're hearing the pop claps pop claps in abundance on the, on this album and so that was a little annoying however the guitars were, were the guitars he picked were pretty good and uh, like Jake said to me earlier MGK. Sounds like from that mid two thousand sort of rap rock. If he would have been around, era. if he would have been around in that time, he would have been huge. Yeah, he'd have been full. Maybe he was growing up around that time, so maybe that was what he really liked growing up. Yeah, like what was the um? Which you know he shouts out uh, Lincoln Park, but yeah. but what I was saying though before before we go off, I don't want to go off because I actually want to finish this point. So there are moments where, like I said, the 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 rock is there and it'll sound good in the beginning, but then. It flips to like this. I'm depressed, or I'm talking about domestic violence, or you know something, something along those lines. And it comes off cringy, yeah. and it comes off try hard, and it doesn't come off true. And what made me mad is they're saying it didn't make me mad, but the editors note on here. Sometimes you read them; they're all kind of shit. But uh, it says like, oh, Machine Gun Kelly as a kid. You know, these are all his innermost thoughts. Yeah, but I mean, it doesn't feel that way to me. Well, the editor's notes are really to as relevant to me as a Zane Lowe interview. Yeah, yeah, so, I mean, <laughs> it's the same concept. Um, yeah, I mean to go along with that point, you'll have a song that you're kind of vibing with, and then he'll just say something so just crazy. Like, listen, 
I'm not saying I'm not discrediting the fact that he put his daughter to bed and went to the kitchen and almost killed himself. If that if that's real, if that's real, that's around really him, crazy. The people around him need to step up. Pete Davidson is a huge friend of his who also struggles with mental illness. Mm-hmm. So, but to say that on a track like that's enough to get your daughter taken from you, like, like really, that. you think so? Oh yeah, mm-hmm. or at least have I didn't even like stay intervene, like have them come intervene and in, in do like checks. Assuming like he's not with this, I don't even know who he's dated and Halsey because <laughs> Eminem so, told me that's so weird. Yeah, um, I don't know. It's just he he like it really pissed me off when he he said something about look Chester in his face now he ghost like mm-hmm. I I get he was very close friends with Chester Benningfield that's the lead singer Lincoln Park that overdosed right what, two years now Almost no he years. didn't overdose. He hung oh yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah. So rest in peace. Rest in peace. In a climate after that, in a climate after Mac Miller, he has a line on here about Peep that says he he wished that he would have had the opportunity to speak to Lil Peep because they they do have a lot of things in common. They're both very. But also, let's admit this too, that everybody's everybody's been name dropping Peep. Yeah. Who, who does this sound? Because it's a and I think this is intentional. They're they want this subconscious connection. To Lil Peep's fans by name dropping Lil Peep. Right. Well, the, even even if he's doing it genuinely or for clicks, mm-hmm. it's still contradicting because he's going back and talking about like I shoot dice, I gamble with my life. Yeah. Like he's obviously talking about drug use. Right. And I'm not one to to shame people that do drugs, but no. just the way that the the lifestyle was portrayed here was, I don't know, it was lackluster to me. He he comes off as whiny because he's talking about how he reads the blogs and reads what the fans and shit are saying. He has no real growth from from 2012 to now. That's my issue with yeah. Gene because if Kelly. he would have stuck with the pop, like you've got Bloom pulled up. If he just stuck with that pop lane, but was I'd that was that my best? The one that went number one mm-hmm. and was really big for him. Yeah. The issue I have with that song, I you know what? I don't even. At first, I wanted to to harp on the point that. He shouldn't be bringing up uh, mental mental illness, but to be honest with you, as somebody who's written spoken word in the past and wrote a book, my books were very were very depressing. They uh, did talk about some really dark concepts, and uh, you know I don't I I think it's okay if he wants to talk about that stuff, but do it in a genuine way. Do yeah. it in a way that feels. If you listen to somebody like, uh, if you guys don't know, his name is King Cruel. Archie Marshall, he has an album called The Ooze, or even Six Feet Below, I believe. Uh, but there's there's genuine feeling, and there's, it's very sad, and you feel that. And yeah. maybe he's not feeling that all the time, but when he captures it in an album, it works. Machine Gun Kelly trying to uh, trying to capture sadness. It's really like the more like the I'm sad because it's it's cool to be sad. You know, it comes across that way. It does. Yeah. I don't know. It's hard to speak on it because I haven't suffered from the problems that he's talking about. So I can't really come from a genuine... But let's just talk about it in the way that it sounds. It doesn't yeah, sound it comes genuine. Off, it comes off disingenuous for sure. Exactly. Even if, it, even if what, like you said, that story about his daughter is incredibly dark and vivid. So I'm not doubting that it happened. And if, and again, like I said, I hope Machine Gun Kelly is seeking help. I'm only criticizing the album. Uh, the, the, the beats sound very... Very much just like him trying to make pop, like a pop hit yeah. with every song. So, and the new metal, the new metal vibe, the new metal sound, 
Lincoln Park can do it, and and I respect Lincoln Park. And even but I it, wasn't a huge fan of that. Stuff. I would. I mean, I liked it back then, but like their new music, I just can't. No, like even Fallout Boy, the same kind of thing. It's just it's not the same anymore. Right, and, and it's I think, not really I think he something kind of anybody really does anymore. Yeah, we don't need it anymore either. No, I mean the fans show. of it, like the fans of that sound, may like it. Like some Lincoln Park fans may love this, mm. but I don't know. I can't speak for that. I don't know. What I will say is some of the some of the better tracks on this. Uh, I want to. The intro gotten, was good. I like the intro. Intro's great. Intro's great. It's uh, very 80s synth heavy with some kind of muddy guitars in the background that give it that heavy grunge kind of feel. And I know Machine Gun Kelly does does get a lot of inspiration from grunge, which a lot of artists do nowadays. I like Glass House. That was probably the closest like. Oh, I hated that one. I'm talking about from a, a pop standpoint, like if he would have just kept with that, like if, if that's the lane you want to nah. be in, that's fine. But it felt like it was blatantly going for that. And you and I can both both think that. So Yeah. Do you think but you think it sounded good? Is that what it is? I, mean, it, I think it sounded good. Is it something that I enjoyed listening to? No. Not what really. what that what that song what did that song get for you? I gave it an eight because over the fast the first no two the first track that actually has rapping in it is El Diablo, which for those of you that don't speak Spanish, that means the devil, and that shit was whack. How are you going to come the first track, call it the devil? What was wrong with it? It was lazy. I need to go to that one, because I actually don't remember hating it too much. I do remember it being boring. It's just lazy. It's just not, it's not really... I was fine with it. All he's doing is playing the Eminem. I had a note down here. I said, did did Eminem, on Burning Memories with Lil Skies, I wrote, did Eminem hear this shit early? Why did he use so much auto-tune? And the hook is corny. And when when Eminem made the auto-tune joke, I thought, okay, he's just making the auto-tune joke because he used auto-tune in your diss track. Mm -hmm. And then your next album is heavy auto-tune and pop. Right. So now you just, oh, all the credit you may have gained for coming to Eminem, you're just playing to everything he said you were. Machine Gun Kelly, if he made a if he made a rap album, Jake, it wouldn't win me over. It wouldn't win you over, right? Who? Lyrically. Oh, lyrically. Machine Gun Kelly, lyrically, he's not. He can be. On I the, don't think so. On that general admission, uh huh. He tells a story about a couple who they break. They the guy gets deployed, yeah. And she get he gets her hooked on. I think it was. I think Oxys. It was, no, I think it was heroin. They both okay. got hooked on heroin. He joins the military, leaves, and obviously gets clean. Well, he leaves her unknowingly pregnant and still hooked on heroin. And he gets home, and she's dead in overdose. Damn. And he, he has lyrical, like, storytelling capability. I don't know I wouldn't if he's, why, he's, why he's moved away from it. I mean, maybe just he wasn't getting the success. Money is right. The And he said, he blatantly said on here, I read everything the fans say. I... That he's, just tells me as an artist, like, okay, you're going to just conform to whatever yeah. the fans are saying you should do. He's he's better in this lane, I will say. I don't really miss Machine Gun Kelly rapping because, like you said, El Diablo is kind of lazy. And, and the hook's not stellar. Uh, Hollywood Horror is cringy for 2,000 rock standards. <laughs> it's bad. Uh, really hated Glass House. Like I said, that was, to me, just the... The, the hook for that one was also cringy. It just it felt like they were trying to reach for that hit that he, he had. He just has good chemistry a with ago. a female artist. No, dude, it's because he's always down to play the I'm sad, but I'm sexy. 
I'm sad, but I'm sexy, Jack. Somehow it works. Jack, I'm crying in the corner, but if you want to suck my dick, I'll totally turn around and rip off my skinny rock star jeans. Jack, blow my nine-inch dick, bro. I don't think it's nine inches. I don't know, dude. I don't think you can fit that. Skinny guys always have hammers, bro. I'm telling you. How do you know? Uh, Because all my skinny friends have big dicks, dude. If If you don't know your friend's dick sizes, if you guys haven't compared, you guys aren't best friends. Sorry. All right, <laughs> we're gonna move on. <laughs> Honestly, the the part where I enjoyed the most was the the little inter- count interlude. Yeah, with Pete Davidson. You, you I really enjoyed like, that. Yeah, I like Pete Davidson. I didn't know that was Pete Davidson. Yeah, though. I just thought it was kind of kind of corny and funny. I guess they put it in there on purpose though, because it was. Yeah. So I respect that. That's fine. Floor thirteen was actually I like pretty that. good. Yeah, I enjoyed I enjoyed floor thirteen. I gave that one a seven. Yeah, I enjoyed that one a lot. The storytelling was very personal. Like, it did feel there was a moment where I believed him. There yeah. was a moment where I was like, "Holy shit!" But then the second half of the song kind of switches back to that sad boy shtick, and it lost me again. Yeah. So even that song, it really is more like a six for me. You know, six or seven. I would yeah. say. I gave it a seven. The first half of the song is really strong. Uh, Roulette, I don't really remember. That was the one where he said "Rolling, Rolling," and it almost seemed like it was off beat. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't. I'll play it a little bit. I, I didn't really care for that at all. I like the beat for this one. Yeah, and he has good flow on it. It's just. It's, know, it's, it's not. It's not the sound. It's very boring. That I, I can't hear for. Truck Norris interlude did not. Don't, I was whatever on the interludes. They're fine. Death in my pocket. I hate it all as well. I like the. He's back to kind of more of the rapidity rap on that. So that's that where he called out Eminem. Yeah, I'm sorry. That, that I'm sorry. I was thinking of a different song. So can we put? I'm gonna pull up that lyric real quick. But what was it? You so you like Death in My Pocket? Mm-hmm. What What did you? Why did you like that one? It was just more of like the the traditional Machine Gun Kelly sound. He the rapping was a little more proficient. It wasn't as lazy. Mm-hmm. God, that, that was the thing I hated about it the most. It was just weak. Right. Like you literally. In, if, from a standpoint of a lot of people ethered Eminem mm-hmm. and you're coming with lazy bars on an album I again don't feel like he ethered Eminem I think the first the first song was okay but he really didn't say much I thought he said more than Eminem Eminem didn't have to say much He's all, he, at the end of the day Eminem has 50 million dollar house yeah. and can tell everybody to fuck off Machine Gun I Kelly still... doesn't Machine Gun Kelly dropped that dropped that song, supposedly ethering Eminem, as you said, and the very next week his EP did shit numbers. Nobody gave a fuck yeah. about it. And then as well, you find out that the hook is recycled from a song that's actually on that very same yeah. EP. So also, your your diss song's lazy. So, well, to be fair, he did. He he claims to. Have oh, I did it in three minutes. Yeah. I didn't. This is this is what rappers do. I did it in three minutes. I had fifteen shots of Hennessy and I was on five pints of lean. And then you're like, "Wow, you made a platinum song? Will you like that?" And they're like, "Yep." And I'm supposed <laughs> yep. to believe that. Yup. Yeah. Fuck off, dude. Okay. Well, see, it's easy when you have all the equipment because you can lay yeah. down a shit verse, and the A and Rs and engineers are just gonna doctor it, right. and you. Back to normal. Right. Um, what did candy. you think about yeah the Trippy Red song? You know I need that candy, yeah. <laughs> What's crazy? Candy, yeah. Is if that was a Trippy Red song? It was Trippy Fire killed. as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> and you know what? You know what I think happened was that song was for Trippy. 
I think somehow I think he had a hook for it, no. but he didn't have a full song. And I think he gave it to Machine Gun Kelly, and then they said, "Hey, put some pop claps on it." And then and then they and came up with that. Right, Trippy, yeah, give me your little five line <laughs> verse. Yeah. You you barely hear Trippy Red on that yeah. song, so it's, tone, it's turned down. It was yeah. not not mixed well at all. Yeah, because and Trip, it was really just a throwaway. So I'm I'm not mad at it. I if you throw it on, I won't necessarily skip it but I'm not like gonna be actively playing it Waste Love was boring boring the and then the 536 the first time I listened to it the first time I listened I kind of liked it and then when I listened back after I continued to like to actually analyze the album because the first listen I don't make any notes I just listen but when I went back to like start making notes I didn't like it yeah, it's again. It's the whole crooning over a lost love. I'm up late at night. This is not healthy. Um, I smelled her. Now she's on my mind. I remember when I heard that dude. I was like, "Oh, you're creepy." Yeah. <laughs> like this this album, guys. As a girl, if you're if you're listening to hooks, lines, and hip hop, thank you. We enjoy our female audience as well. But it does feel like the internet's just a cockfest. So if there are any women listening. When you hear this album and your panties get wet, do you ever think, like, this is a guy I want to date? A guy who tells me that he self-harms and then he asks me if it's scary and then he also tells me that he smelled my hair and now I'm on his mind. And basically what I'm saying is I want to suck his nine-inch deck. Like, that's really the kind of... The whole point of Eminem, of MGK's career, excuse me, not Eminem's. Don't come after me, hip hop. Eminem ain't caring, bro. Nah, for sure he's not. But his fans are hasn't seen people that don't live in his house in probably four months. No, dude, he did sneakers. Oh, that was a year ago. <laughs> yeah. And to be fair, he did the Logic video in a car, so that was probably in his garage. <laughs> uh, let's give her. Do you have anything else to say? I mean, not. Not too much. Sorry, guys. You guys can hear the mouse. Actually, yeah, obviously, like obviously he does have, have some issues that I think he needs to get resolved. But it, it could just be he's just letting this out, and that's okay. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, maybe, maybe Machine Gun Kelly has gotten help, and this is the album he wanted to make, and it's just him emptying out his dark thoughts. Here's the problem. I don't believe that these well, are That goes along thoughts. with the album cover. Yeah, that's that was the point of the album cover, apparently. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, and, I don't know... I, if I was like a Machine Gun Kelly fan, because I said I like they're Machine gonna Gun love Kelly. this. They may love it, but what kind of would have made me mad if I was like a fan of Machine Gun Kelly, like I'm a fan of Earl, Travis, Tyler. When I hear him say, "I'm reading what the fans say," like that would have kind of pissed me off. Been like, okay, all this music that I've maybe perceived as art is really just what the YouTubers are telling me to do. Yeah. So that would have kind of pissed me off. And he 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 like flexes that I sold forty million or forty million records, which. I mean, congratulations, that's a huge feat in music to sell 40 million records. Bragging about the... He has one line, he says, I'll tell you 10 movies and I'm in. And he's a good actor. He was His his portrayal in Bird Box was good. Like, he he played... He really pretty much played himself. Like, the, like that's how I would he picture... Did that, he Kelly did that Kelly. one movie... The Dirt, about Motley Crue on Netflix. No, no, no. There was one with... Um, there's, like, this Truth or Dare website that everybody's on. I didn't watch that one. He's... I didn't either, because it looked like absolute dog shit. Well... But he's in the trailer for yeah, it. Yeah, he was in Bird Box, and I was like... Oh, let's... I, I told Tabitha, I said, that's Machine Gun Kelly. She goes, no, it's not. And no. I was like, no, he's talking about acting. Let's see. Let's see MGK's IMDb. 
You know what? Let's take the challenge. Can we name 10, 10 movies? Uh, no, no, no. He said, I'll name 10 movies I'm in. He didn't okay. say, you well, could name Well, let's name them. I only know those two. Okay, Nerve was the one I was thinking of. So obviously, he was he had, in, obviously, he has a deal with Netflix because he was in Bright, apparently, too. He was in Bright. He was in The Dirt. The Dirt Lee. was very good. It's it's a biography about, or biopic about uh, Motley Crue. Okay. I haven't seen that. Yeah, he has a lot of uh, credits on TV shows as well. So I'm not, I mean, I'm not mad at uh, Machine Gun Kelly. Like no, I, I said, think... this album is just... It's to me. It felt it felt very fake. Let's get let's get to the uh, let's get to the final track because I think I'm okay. That was a very uh, to me the feature on there, Youngblood. I did not like him at all or her. I, yeah, I, I, didn't I couldn't really tell. Care. I said that was the probably the the most well executed because it was true to the sound from start to finish. Like Machine Gun Kelly sounded in the beginning the way he sounded at the end. Right, and in and, that rock aesthetic, it was. I think the purest out of all the rest. I didn't care for it, but as it far felt, as execution, I thought it was one of the better. This album, if it played at Hot Topic or Hollister, you wouldn't be too surprised, right? Well, I pretty much tune out the music when I go in there. <laughs> but this is like a, an album that would play in Hot Topic. Yeah, for sure. Just not down for the rock rap. No, this. me either. Overall, uh, the the highlights of this album for me are Sex Drive. Um, <laughs> You're going to think I'm crazy, but I would actually listen to El Diablo and uh, Floor 13. I didn't hate El Diablo. I just and Candy. I just thought it was lazy to say. Candy's, no, not Candy. Just Floor 13. Candy's catchy. It is. But I just I kind of had an issue with the title. Like you call it the, the track The Devil, and you yeah. come with lazy bars right. after you put Shit out Shit on rap the rap devil. devil. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I get it. I get it. What are you giving us? A three. I thought I thought about it. I would give this. I I'm gonna give it a four. The only reason why is because the 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 guitars on here sound really good in in regards to the beats. There's some good production on here. Yeah, um, I don't really have any issue with the production. No, some of the production was was a little boring. The, I know you don't like the pop claps. Yeah, <clears throat> abundance of pop claps on here, but overall. Yeah, it's a four. It's below average. It's um, it's not one of. Them. I mean, I think I'm checked out of Machine Gun Kelly's music. I'm too far yeah, gone. I'm not really subscribed to. I mean, I'll I'll listen no. when it comes out, but I'm not not one to be like, oh, Machine Gun Kelly's dropping in two weeks. And you know what kind of sucks is this is, I would listen to this probably over binge. I would definitely oh, listen absolutely. to it over binge. I would also I didn't listen to Bloom, so I really can't say whether or not it would Bloom was alright and General Admission was alright. General Admission I know actually was the one the fans really loved yeah. from him. Machine Gun Kelly will have a very good essentials list, like at the end of his career, I think like all the hits on his essentials will but be. But it's just not an album's artist. He's not him. yeah, he's not an album's yeah. artist. Because like I said, there's some ideas here. There were misses on the mixtapes. But the mixtapes, yeah. the songs that hit, hit. Right. I can see where there's some potential with this sound for him, but it's not it's not on this album. Right yeah, now. and I mean the acting seems to be picking up here in the last few. I years hope he gets so successful with acting. I I don't want to say I don't want Machine Gun Kelly to you know his his career to cease. I think he does have potential in music or in acting. But best of luck to you, Machine Gun Kelly. Uh, we spent about forty almost. Well, we spent a good amount of time on you. So uh, yeah, I mean after after Arabic Sesame Street, we. Uh, <laughs> Arabic Sesame Street. When we come back, we're going to have some fashion news, and then we're going to talk about Iris. Hey, everybody. Thanks for tuning in to Hooks, Lines, and Hip Hop. We really appreciate the support. 
If you are listening on an Apple device, please rate and review the episode. This helps us grow. It also shows us how we can better serve you guys. Also, don't forget that we are on Twitter and Instagram at HLHPO. Hit us up with questions, comments, even criticism. Once again, that's HLHPO. Enjoy the episode. Welcome back, everybody. What's up? All right, so we got a little bit of fashion news, and then we're going to jump into Iris. Um, some Yeezys dropped tomorrow, the Landmark Reflectives. Too similar to the static colorway for me. It's all, I'm not really a fan of the brighter Yeezy colorways. I, I'm more of a fan of uh, black Yeezys, you know, like the Vanta. I really, and the Geodes, and more darker colorways for the Yeezys. Uh, the only reason why I try and get these is because Reflectives just... You know, they're always going to resell for stupid money. So if you guys are trying to get these, definitely flip them. Yeah, the new... And shout out to Wade. I know he'll get at least 16 pairs, and then he'll flip 15, and he'll only have made $40. And it makes no sense. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Went through so much trouble. That he's, like, he's like, I got 18 pairs of Yeezys. And I'm like, what happened? And he goes, they were all size 5 youth kids, and I flipped them. <laughs> Shout out to Wade, dude. He's a pure fucking hustler. Respect. I'll miss you, man, when you're fucking gone. He's moving like the Seneca. No, I know. He's only moving our way, but Wade and I know it's pretty much like he's gone. Yeah, okay. So, miss you, buddy. The second wave of the Stranger Things shoes drop on the 12th. I'm not even a fan of the Cortez, but the red Cortez there, those are a sweet pair of shoes. I I mean, I I would own a pair because it's like a staple. I, but I try and go bowling in them. I know you they, said they yeah, look like they a bowling definitely shoe. wouldn't stop you. I definitely try and go bowling in them. I'm like, hey, no, I'm good. I got, I got the shoes. Oh, the, you want to talk about some sporting shoes where yeah. I took a big L? Was the the Concord like cleats? Oh, really? I, you stung. bought some? Cleats? No, I wanted to. Oh. I missed. I, I didn't have my size. You got like, a shitload of Jordan golf shoes, dude. Why do you not have? Because so, I don't, I don't take golf that seriously. Golf is just, no, but, but golf is just like an excuse flex, to dude. It's like drink alcohol sneakers. outside. Yeah, but it's like getting to wear sneakers on the golf course. I wore my those pirate blacks one day to play golf. Really? Oh Swear man, to God. you're a piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> you don't even it was wear, extre- like, it was an extremely dry. Did you almost? Week. I was gonna say if you if you guys don't know if you wear sneakers and go golfing and it's wet, you're gonna fall and bust your ass. Yeah, like your tailbone's gonna get burned. Yeah. Um. No. Those sixes, are those out? Those six retros on the right? On your right, Jake? Go down to your right. Yeah, Jake. That's to my... Uh, I'm looking at the right side of the screen. There. What are these? Uh, they come out on the 27th. What are they? Just a general release? Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, of course I like it. It's gray, black, and red. Panama. Okay. Panama collab. There's not really any description yet. It's kind of cool. The six doesn't do a lot for me. Like yeah. I would try to get the Travis ones if they ever were to come out. Oh, just because they're Travis. Out. But yeah, you'll get lucky, dude. As long as they drop on sneakers, Jake will get them, dude. I hope August third, those cool gray fours will grow, go like damn hotcakes. Would you get a pair? No. Really? I thought you liked gray. You no, I don't. Gray I don't like the fours either. You don't like, like the fours? I like the wings on the fours, like those straps. I like those. It's a very wide shoe, and it just looks like I'm wearing a pair of like Etnies. <laughs> just, is it really that ch- that wide of a shoe? I haven't look, seen many like of a them. Shoe. Like well, the reason feet. why that's good for me is because I'm so goddamn flat-footed. Yeah, fours don't. I like the threes. That's why I don't wear ones, dude. Because I feel like if I wear a Jordan one, man, 
I'm gonna pancake it. Like it's just gonna, you know what I mean? Just try a pair. Nah, I'm good. Go try. I mean, go try one on. I tried a pair of Chicago One Lows, and I loved them. The the Lows are very comfortable, but they all fit different because they all use different leather. Like it was a Chicago colorway that which I, the dude, Chicago's I always them, get the man. good leather. They're only ninety dollars. Yeah, I should have bought them, and I feel like I can still get them probably because the Lows there. Chicago's were high. What the eighty Chicago colors high? What do you mean, price-wise? Yeah. No, no, no. They had them. I went to finish line. When? Like, a couple, like, last month to try them on. They're not selling out. That's odd. No, no, no. They're Usually not selling out. I got a pair. It was size 13. And you know, if you guys don't know, bigger bigger size shoes and smaller size shoes first to go. Yeah. Okay, so let's talk about let's talk about the hype shit. The Travis Scott... Uh, lows pretty much just from re- September is that's when they've given a release rumored month. release date for them. Yeah, you gonna try and get them if I'm not on my cruise. I mean, I, I won't have access to stable enough internet to try to get them if I'm on the cruise, but right. if I'm off, yeah, I'm definitely gonna go for this. Yeah, I'll try and get them just for the flip. They're ugly as sin. I don't even think they're ugly. I like the big check on them, I like I them too. more than the highs. I, I love that. I don't like them. There's too much black Fuck. on it for those colors. Guilty. That's my favorite, dude. Dude, I wear that Vanta, guys. If the Yeezy Seven Hundred's my favorite sneaker of all time. If they'd have put that mocha leather as the check, would have been way cooler. It'd have been so subtle. Nah, man. I'm fucking with this. Nah, Actually, more than the high. Not for it. Oh man. Except I'm not a fan of the Air Jordan One, the red logo on the heel. With the red laces, though, it'd be popping. Uh I'm okay on that. But I was what I was saying, the Yeezy 700, the V2s, the most comfortable, the like the the quality of the shoe, like it's not like, you know, going flat or falling yeah. apart. It's such an incredible shoe. I mean, it, it should be for 300 fucking dollars, but at the same time, I'm really glad I got that shoe. I wear them all the time. Yeah. So what what, what you rocking today? Dude, honestly, I just got on the EQTs cuz we got to go to the gym after this. Um, so I'm wearing some camo EQTs. Everybody loves these when I pull them out, though, you know? They stay clean. It's kind of hard to tell in, these, in this place. I don't think I've ever had a pair of those. They're comfy. They're still comfy to this day. checks over stripes lately. Yep. Oh, you got the Yeezys on Yeah, I got on the, the statics. Non-reflective. Statics. You know I the... Like I told my dad, dude, his pair, the nine and a half, they're going for 425 right now. The non-reflective. Dropped them things. So I got those on... Pair of denim. Ooh, you guys heard those cracks? Yeah. Y'all, y'all want to hear something crazy? Oh, God. Dang, people just denim, turned this off. <laughs> little pastel purple shirt, little vibe for the Beautiful. summer. Beautiful. This is a very summer outfit. Small Cuban link. <laughs> small. It's very small. It's got it's got diamonds on it, guys. No, it does not. It's glistening. Ow, I bedazzled them. Remember those <laughs> things like you see on like the Nickelodeon commercials where you could bedazzle, you do it at like the fucking hot glue gun, yeah. and you just like put beads on it. Yeah. yeah. So that's what we rocking this week. Let's go to Iris. But yeah, let's talk about Iris. Let's do it because this was a long one. Uh, Jake, you and I really like Sire. I would say. Yeah. I had a very positive experience with Sire. I also most people didn't like it. Or most people didn't really talk about it, but uh, he put out a small EP, uh, sort of the original sound for Sire, which now I can't find. Oh, because it was under, I think he branded it under Jaden, or Jaden, it may have still been under Jaden Smith. Okay, let me look up Or he may have he may have taken it off, because some of those songs, it was the one that had Beautiful Disruption on it. 
No, 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 not that one. That one's still on. This was Come on, a the cool tape volume. No, something else. Something else. I can't find it, guys. Weird. Now you may have we'll, keep we'll keep going. Um, we'll keep looking. Well, I think when Sire came out, he was still kind of underground. I mean, he had some big hit. I mean, he had Icon and Batman. Uh huh. But really, outside of rap, though, like rap fans, he really wasn't on any sort of chart radar. I don't think. Right. No, not really. He uh, he had Batman, like you said. That one was really his most viral hit. He had a song with Rich the Kid. Um, I mean, he had done stuff with Tyler. He he had had cameos with ASAP Rocky. He was on World Star for a, in 2016, 2017. Jaden was was kind of popping on World Star. He'd have his music videos would come out. That was when Cool Tape Volume Two was out. Yeah, and uh, I really enjoyed. His his stuff from Cool Tape Volume Two. Even I did see potential. It's it was all very raw, but I think he's kind of living still under the moniker of oh that's Will Smith's son. I think maybe he people don't give him the credit. Maybe he or the looks he should get mm-hmm. because of that. You think that there's there's one end of the spectrum and the other. You have the people that are saying oh he's Will Smith's son. I don't I'm not tuning into that. Then you have the people that are going no I'm gonna help this kid out. I like Will Smith. You obviously have the inroads because of who Will Smith is. Right. But I think from a fan's aspect... Oh, you're talking about the electric album. Yes. Okay. Yes. My brain hurt. I'm sorry. Um, yeah. From a fan's aspect, I think like for fans of hip-hop, when you say, oh, listen to Jaden Smith, like, dude, that, the Karate Kid? Nah, it's, I'm good. Yeah. Everybody's very dismissive of him. However, I don't... I didn't... I wasn't that way with him. I, I wasn't either, because it was refreshing to hear music that wasn't just ignorant mumble rap. And I don't also, say that lightly, but... No, no, and I really enjoyed, uh, like I said, the Electric album was the one I was talking about, but I wanted to play a little bit of just Lost Boy. It's very slow. It's honestly kind of moody. I don't really know how loud this is, guys. Okay. I mean, he definitely has a, a great vision. Yeah. With the ear, if that makes sense. I just liked it because it was... It's really fun to listen to at night and just drive. Yeah. Very much a vibe. But it's really beautiful. And uh, there was a lot on Sire that I enjoyed. And it made me excited to hear what was coming next. The next thing we heard after that was that three-song yeah, uh, okay. EP that that is included on Irish Deluxe, which you and I both listened to, yeah. it looks like. Because I also had the Deluxe version. So I think Sire was a little more concise. Think the, I think the the route he was trying to take was well executed on Sire. I think Iris just got a little too long-winded. You think so? Yeah. What did you think of Pink, though? Uh, that sh- shit is the best aspect of the album, because <laughs> right. Blue was part of the best part of Sire. Now, Tell let's me. compare Blue and Pink, because to me, Pink was a sort of a prequel, or not a prequel, but the trailer to the album. Right. And basically the whole concept of Pink is kind of this druggy, drugged out, uh, trap vibe. You know, that always was included, mixed in with Willow Smith's, you know, amazing singing. Willow Smith is so underrated. Yes. She's, listen, guys, she will be up there, I hope if she continues doing music, she could be mentioned with Solange and Beyonce. Oh, yeah. I don't know how much she's putting into it. Maybe she's just not really pursuing that. She doesn't put it out Put out as much music, but she put out a Baroque pop album last year. You know, really just incredibly orchestral backing. Dude, 
Very beautiful. But she's also living under a moniker that's kind of hard to get out from under. I whip my hair back and forth. No, 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 no. No, she's very far from that, I would like to think. When I, when I told, who was I telling about Willow? When Sire came out. And they said, who? And I said, they said that's, that's the, the, I whip my hair back and forth. I said, yes, that's her, but it's completely different. It's totally different. Yeah. And she's in, she deserves a lot more credit than that. Because she's a big part of why Blue is so great. Yeah. She's also a, great, a big part of why Pink is so I, great. I think I've, I've, I feel that Blue was better to me. Me too. I enjoyed Blue more, but imagine if Jaden, this is to me some, something I was thinking about when I was driving here. What if he made a colors EP for Pride Month and had made like one more color, like red or something like that? And put out, I mean, I'm not saying, you know, just it would have been crazy to put out something like that. Yeah. Because he's incredible at at coming up with these very, they're long. Like, I mean, these songs, these aren't too long, but. I mean, he had two tracks on here, three tracks that are over six minutes. Yeah, those are too much. Except for. yeah, both of those are, are just too much. I don't care for either one of those songs. Blackout and Pain. Blackout, Pain, and then Iris. The How are outro you going to put them back minutes. to back, too? That's like I get that when you're minutes. listening, if you're not paying attention to the track list, uh-huh. it's not that bad because the sound changes, so you maybe like it kind of tricks your head into thinking, oh, this is the next song. Right. I don't know. It's hard to go back to songs like that. Like in, yeah. If I'm listening to the album start to finish, they were effective. But as far as replay value, I'm not going to go back and listen... Like, this isn't going to be a Jaden album that I'd go back to and listen start to finish. Yeah. I'd pick a few tracks off of it. And there's a, a few of these made my 2019 I think, rotation list. I think as an album, Iris is very boring. And the only reason why I say that is because we've heard Sire before. Yeah, it was very... And it pulls a lot from Sire. And Sire's just... It was the first one, so it's more interesting just by default. Yeah. So... And also, it is... It is a bit more... It, it's a bit just more concise as an album whereas Iris to me he's trying to do too much yeah and it's it's a bit of a chore to listen to at some parts yeah and he I Dripper is shit he got a two I Jewish I'm Jewish I'm Jewish my note for that my note for that track that's what it sounded like comma skip comma skip yeah I didn't care for that yeah Noise was was really good I like that Tyler kills that there's a music video out for that as well again I wasn't I didn't really care for it it came out as a single but didn't blow me away I liked it I was was glad that Tyler rapped on it Tyler rapped on again Mm mm-hmm Oh, again. Sorry. I'm yeah, no, no, no. No, Noiser was great. Yeah. No, no, no. Again was the single that dropped before the rest of the album. Oh, okay. I didn't even I didn't even listen to it. It's kind of it just kind of I mean, boring. I listened. I didn't listen to it as a right. single. Right. Uh the worst one of the worst tracks on here was Fire Department. That was trash. That was very bad. He was My trying note. to do that scream the production scream rap. 10 out of 10 as far as the yeah. way that the music sounded. And even that, I wouldn't say 10 out of 10, maybe like 8. But, but the vocals, he should have left it on Anwar's bad. album. So bad. Because he's been doing stuff with Anwar Hadid, who plays some also pretty terrible. rock music. Also terrible. Yeah. Should have left that on Anwar's record, bro. Yeah. Blackout and Pain, those are both... Wow. No, those are terrible. And I those... don't want to say they're terrible. It's just hard to just no, 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 go no. back and listen to that. Terrible. Do not... Name another six, six... Name another six-minute song. No, oh, man, but to. I like... You know how many times I listen to Lost Boy on Sire? Which, how long is Lost Boy? Ten minutes. You know how many times I listened to Lost Boy? A hundred times, man. I went back to it often. For me, it's not about the time. It's just 
they're both they're both poorly done because he was trying to do that SoundCloud sound and yeah. it just wasn't good. It was not good. I liked uh, the track with ASAP. The track with Kid Cudi was really good. Supposedly, the two of them have been making music for a while. They just haven't put anything out. Mm-hmm. They've uh, had they they both were noted saying that they've had several studio sessions together. Kid Cudi's feature on here it was good, but it was wasn't my wasn't plan, outstanding. Which no. kind of hard after Kid See Ghost to come out because he had some pretty notable stuff. No, but it was really low key. Like it was yeah. just for the it was just for the hums. You know what I mean? He is slow. Like, he was really just kind of really laid back on yeah. this track. And I, I'm not mad at that. I'm glad I got to hear from Cuddy. That's how I feel whenever I get to hear from him. Yeah. Well, with the exception of Speeding Bullet to Heaven. Could've, I don't know what that album is. Could have kept that one, fam. I don't know that album. I don't know not what that is either. We'll, we'll say, like, post uh, Kitsy Ghost. Because he yeah. ascended after Kitsy Ghost, right? We can uh, say he's at Kanye's level. Not Kanye's Hell level. No. Excuse me. Hell Excuse me. no. <laughs> Kid Cudi's had some wild Give misses. Yeah, some yeah. wild misses. Yeah. Really, Kanye's the only really only had the one. And we both like it. Yeah. <laughs> Which is people say it's Jesus, but guess what? I still listen to Jesus all the way through. Yeah. Still love it. So I'm, like, I'm fucked with Jesus. Yeah, no, I wouldn't say he's on Kanye. But he has got he got a lot of notoriety. Oh yeah, most definitely. Definitely showed off his creativity at that point. I mean, it's one of the best albums. Yeah, and he he was from a hip hop standpoint, he kind of got lost because Passion Pain and Demon's Land was a really good album. But I, I, don't, I don't remember it. it doing a lot like huge numbers, and it wasn't talked about too. It was often. too long. It yeah. was too long. People so didn't like that. He's kind of been out of the the talk. But for the a while. singles that he put on there with Pharrell. Do you oh, remember yeah. that one? He had, and he had two. He had my two, wave on yeah. my wave or something like that. Surfing, surfing, yes. Surfing on my own wave. Yep, that was a great song. Yeah, he had that, and he had two Andre three thousand features, yeah. a Travis feature. I mean, he's, it was a good album. he's definitely Willow well featured. Yeah, on that. He's oh, the Willow song was so good. Rose Golden was yes. the song. That was so, wow. We need to go back and listen to that one. That's that, y'all need to go back and listen to that one on YouTube. Sure. If you type in "Hooks, Lines, and Hip Hop, Passion, <laughs> Pain, and Demon Slaying." You get to hear us actually talk about it. Yeah, that one has like two views, but Probably. it's one of my favorite. Yeah, I, I, I like that album a lot. But he's just kind of been out of the talk. So you're right, he, he did Ascend, I think. Now he's, people are, he'll have a good buzz about the next album. Right, right. Whenever we get that. Yeah, I hope we get it sooner rather than later. But I, again, whenever I get to hear from Cuddy, it hasn't been bad. So. so as far as Iris goes, top tracks. The top tracks for me, I mean, Pink is, is definitely itself, the best. Yeah. Um, the best out of pink is definitely K for me because of that flip at the end was really good. But P is also really strong. I like P because the first yeah. time I heard it, <laughs> it sounds. I'm, so, I'm a two-year-old. That's two a soundbite, guys. I'm a two-year-old. That's a soundbite. <laughs> I like P. Yeah, if, if we were famous, we would have just gotten memed. <laughs> There'd be golden shower memes of me everywhere. Anyway, the first time I heard P. I I didn't make the connection that because the melody is very loose from B from mm-hmm. Blue, and then I was like halfway through the track I said wait a second I said they're they're using the melody from and then that's when it clicked I was like okay and then, from Blue yeah you hear the theme all the way through right um, I th- I thought that one was the strongest I rated it a nine out of ten yeah that Pete when I went when I was coming when I was driving up here I was so stuck on the last track K. That you know, I love that usage of the hair trimmer. I was bragging yeah. weight about it, uh, so I really like that. That he used his a hair trimmer. Yeah, he, just buzz. 
I said that that, that one was, was cool. it was just perfectly orchestrated. Even the one with the the hair trimmer. Yeah, he has a very good vision with his ear. Like he can hear something and make it happen. Yeah. And I think, like you said, that maybe he his talent should be more in the production end of things. Like a or if he's like Kanye, where he just has more writers. Yeah, like I, I think Jaden. I do see a lot of vision, but I I've said this. Jaden's skills are not necessarily where his vision's at. Tyler had that problem in the beginning for some people. Like, critically, uh, Bastard and Goblin weren't really well-received. Right. And Cherry Bomb is, to me, one of my favorites. Uh, however, uh, Flower Boy and Igor take, that, take the concepts from Wolf and Cherry Bomb and just evolve on it. So, Jaden's still young. If he gets a little more people in the kitchen with him, yeah. if he gets some writers, he could potentially come out with a great album. But also, I think he needs to scale down the length, too. I think maybe just cut down the amount of tracks, and you could come out with something more concise. Yeah, because he's not really saying anything in any of these songs. No, it's just all just kind of vibes. Even though he says in the beginning that he's going to be saying a lot, he doesn't really say much. No. It never comes back to anything like super serious. He'll drop like an Illuminati... Bullshit line, but nothing, nothing eye-opening. Yeah, I mean, he he has a very good understanding about and the musical aspect. I think, like you said, he just needs to either focus more on the lyrics or have somebody do it for him. Because a lot of times, the best writers maybe don't have the best sound. Like Earl is one of them. Like the people that like sure. Earl, you'll, you'll get what I'm saying. The people that like Earl like ride or die for Earl. But I, I've never met, like, a lukewarm Earl fan. Like, people are either like, bro, I fuck with Earl. Or be like, bro, that dude's music is trash. Really? Because the sound... Yeah, is trash? The, the sound is just raw. say he's trash? The, the sound is just so raw to what's out now. Like, it traditionally people... I'm that, getting triggered. Can we, can we not yeah, talk about I, this anymore? Look, I, I like the man just as much as you or anybody yeah, else. Yeah, you do. You do. No, you... you and you took it's me just to the show, harder, so you're allowed to talk about it. Dude, go ahead. It's a harder sound to get into. Like, I couldn't show Earl to a casual rap fan. Some rap songs like really, it. like, even the way he's he's recording his vocals, like, super close to the mic and loud, and yeah. and it sounds so It's just kind of abrasive to the casual listener. It is. He is looked at for his writing capability, I think, yeah. more than his sound. Whereas, like, Drake, like, we all know Drake's aren't written, but yeah. Drake can rap extremely well. If you can do something super well, you can maybe not focus on the other and get by. Yeah, yeah. You have rap fans that say, "Oh, you don't write your rap, then you're not a rapper." You're no, not, not anymore. We're kind of rap has rap is pop now. So, pop writers, pop writers, pop artists have writers. Rap artists should have writers. Yeah. If you need to, if you need that help now, if you're Benny the Butcher, if you're Jadakiss, if you're somebody even like Mac Miller, I would even argue. Somebody well, even Mac Miller himself on lyrics. If you go to Mac Miller and look at his credit, writing credits on Apple, you're gonna find a lot of his songs that have like Co-writing. one or two other editors. Because it's easy to write like out of concept yeah. and say, "Hey," or, or write a full sixteen bars, and then somebody say, "Hey, maybe word this a little different." Or but swap that's just this. that's not necessarily writing. I'm saying like Kanye would have people full like he's like. What do I say? And then they give yeah. they give him like a notepad on it. I'm not saying that's how he said it. No, but and he he does a little bit of both. Like he, you can tell sometimes when he farms stuff out and when he doesn't. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you go whoop did he scoop? That was not it's still fire. It's still, still fire to this day. Lift um, your, lift your. 
That's my morning song, dude. I need it in the morning. Yeah, I mean, I think that Jaden is, he has the intellect to write deep music. <sighs> no. Not not that, I'm, I'm not saying he's stupid, but I'm just saying he's not going for that. He's going for more of a vibe, I would say. That's why I think the production is so good. Yeah. Because it does a lot of heavy lifting where the where the lyrics can lack in certain aspects. But to be to be fair, I would rather listen to this than the majority of the the peers to this album. So like Little Skies, like any of the new oh, the new sound. You like I, Little Skies. I, I like Little Skies, but I'd rather listen to Jaden. Really? I would rather listen to Jaden than Little Skies, yes, but Tyler the Creator, no. Oh yeah, no, not Tyler. I'm talking but, about the peers that are like dude, the music that's coming Willow, out now. Can him and Willow just put on EP? Yeah, because Summertime they in Paris was one of the best. Incredible tracks. chemistry together. This is such a beautiful song, but Frank, if so he can make pretty. vibes like this, imagine what him and Frank Ocean could do on a track. Like with, with mm-hmm. his vision for the music. And Jaden, by the way, not a bad singer. No, not at all. Like, he can do the rap singing. Uh, this this does not come off as any disrespect, but I sent I sent you that track and said X would have killed that track because that was very like sing song. I forgot X, that text. X sounding. Mm, yeah. Which X did kind of show paved the way for that kind of mumble singing. Yeah. Um, so everybody, and it is everybody's kind of doing that sound right now. It is very hot. So this album is very of the time, but I don't think it reaches past that overall. And like I said, Jaden maybe just needs to take a step back and come up with a shorter album and come up with tracks that are like Summertime in Paris and Pink and, you know. If he did like 12 or 13 tracks, that would be really good. But I think 17, not including the three... 17 is too much. It's too much. And also, don't do seven-minute songs all the time, you know? One or one is fine, but like two back to back, that was overkill. Yeah, I'm I'm excited to see what we we may get after this because maybe this was like a true concept to him, and I, I mean I get like the pink. And this is like theme. the darker side of him too. Maybe we'll get something like a little more concise. Maybe next. maybe less conceptual and just more like yeah. direct, like hitters or bars. Concept so, albums are hard because if they're not a hit, they're really a miss. Yeah. This, this overall, I'm going to give this a 6. That's what I got. 6.29. So I got a 6. <laughs> yeah. I give this a 6 out of 10. Definitely uh, too long. An hour and 19 minutes, too long. But overall, a great effort from Jaden, and I really want to hear more from him because I know he's young and he has a lot of room to grow. So shout out to Jaden. Uh, Pink will make my year endless, by the way. Like that, those songs will make my year-end playlist. Okay, yeah, yeah. I thought sure. you meant that. Just that alone was gonna put this on your no, top no, no, ten no. list. No, this won't make my top ten, but it's it. It might. I might go back to it just because I like the production a lot. Yeah, the production time. was very good. You know, especially on certain on certain tracks. Him was the only one that I'll that I'll skip every single time is is Eye Dripper is and. Um, uh, and fire department. Yeah, that was really bad. Oh, and blackout and pain. Okay. At least fire department was short. Yeah, blackout and pain. So there's four tracks that I would like absolutely pull skip, and that's that's not really good for an album. You know, even if you have twenty tracks, like if you're skipping four, like you don't want to hear them. That's pretty bad. Yeah. So, but six. You know, it's fair. Shout out to Jaden Smith, man.
What you got for the good note? Uh, nothing, man. It's been right, kind of gloomy. I got, I got one. So, pay it forward. So, like, doing nice things for, for people. Yeah. So, Tabitha and I went, went to Outback last Wednesday. So, we sit down and we're... I'm going to build on this, but I want you to tell you Okay, this. so we, we sit down and the guy behind us... I mean, we're not there five minutes and I start to notice it. The guy is just being so nasty to his wife. Not nasty, like, in a perverted way. Like, this man was being just rude and he just kept on like at first i was like okay maybe something happened before like i, I try to look at things rationally like maybe she pissed him off like okay. he just caught a bad moment yeah i just walked up at the bad time so i was like and it just keeps growing and i told Tabitha, i was like this man is being i said i said listen to what he's saying he was calling her white trash like <laughs> and this man is like in his 60s this was an elderly couple Dang. and he's That's telling her though. he's telling her that like your family tried to warn me. Your friends tried to warn me. They told you or told me you were white trash. They're just going. I mean, he's just going on, God. telling her you you wanted that that mashed potato or the, that baked potato. You're gonna eat it. And he's just going on and on. And I was like, this is getting crazy. So I told Tabitha, I said, I'm gonna go tell their waitress that I'm gonna buy half their half their meal. And when it gets brought up, I'm gonna say you because he kept saying I'm not taking you anywhere. And I said, you know, I'll, I was gonna say, you know, I'll buy your food if he if this guy's not gonna want to. So she's like, yeah, that's fine. She goes, yeah, I've noticed he's being kind of rude. So anyway, I get it, get that taken care of. I sit down, and we're talking, and he said something else. So this is what this is what he says. He says, I'm not taking you anywhere else. He says, this is the last time you'll ever come to Outback with me. And meanwhile, he's cursing out of the whole time. Yeah. And he says something, and this was Wednesday, right before Fourth of July. So Thursday being 4th of July, he says, don't ask me to take you anywhere tomorrow. He said, if you ask me to take you anywhere to eat tomorrow, he said, I'll knock the hell out of you. So then I was like, all right, now the dude, this, and people around are getting pissed. There was a family next to him. They had their granddaughter. There was a group of kids, two tables down, and you could tell people were just getting irritated with this yeah. man. And then it just snapped. I turned around and I said, sir, I said, if, if you don't, I said, obviously you don't understand respect, but I'm going to ask you with respect one time to, to stop the way you're talking yeah. to this lady. And he said, I can say whatever I want to. And I said, oh, you can. And he was like, I'm not saying anything bad. I said, I said, oh, well, threatening to knock the hell out of somebody, maybe not, that won't seem bad to you. I said, but the people around don't, don't want to hear it. Yeah. I said, I said, you need to watch the way you're talking to this lady. And he stopped talking. Hell so yeah. then they get the bill and he finds out that half his meal was paid for. And I felt so bad because the waitress was in a bad spot. She was like, oh, well, 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 somebody, somebody paid for your, your wife's meal. He was like, well, I don't want that. And she explained, like, well, it's already been done. I'm really sorry. Okay, let's have a good night. So he gets up and leaves. All the while, he's, like, just glaring at us. Well, the table that had the granddaughter comes mm -hmm. over, and he was like, man, he said, I just want to tell you, you handled that really well. We're going we're gonna to buy y'all's food. So <clears throat> I just stood up for this lady, which, in hindsight, I kind of may have made it worse because he may have knocked <laughs> the hell out of her when he got to the car. Yeah. Um, but he came over, and I was like, man, you don't have to buy her food. I said, I actually bought half of hers. I said, I just... The, that, the, that whole exchange oh, that guy was wrong. Came up to you? The the guy that was sitting next to him oh, with the granddaughter okay. Okay, okay. came over and said, "Manny, you did a really good job. I'm going to pay for your food." He yeah. said it was about time somebody shut him up. <laughs> and I was like, "Man, we don't want you to do that." And long story short, he ended up paying for our meal, and then that I just bought the lady dude. behind us. Wow. But yeah, that's I felt so bad. I felt so bad for that lady. He was telling her, "Well, if you don't want to take your medicine, that's fine. But I'm not dealing with this." Like obviously, the lady was 
going through some some stuff. Yeah. But you don't you don't talk to anybody that way in public. Not in public. Yeah. And and definitely, man, if he said knock the hell out of you, dude, that's just not gonna fly anymore. I know you're elderly, you're six years old, get the fuck out of our planet. It's time <laughs> to make room for new blood. Yeah. Uh well this was it's even crazier. So we're going to the car afterwards. Yeah. And I'm like looking all around and Tabitha's like, what are you doing? Yeah. I said, no oh. disrespect to old people. I'm just saying those old people are backwards like that. Like get the fuck yeah, out of yeah. that backward mentality, man. Like, She's like, what are you doing? I said, I'm looking around to make sure this man don't hop out of a Buick and shoot me. <laughs> like would you, would you be shocked if you read that on the news? Like after you hear yeah, the altercation? Dude. This is the South. People are fucking wild. Man. If they're yeah, some people are are wild, but overall, I don't think people are like that. You know, like you're not going to places like that. It is T.R. Greer. Oh, uh, this was Haywood, right next to the mall. Oh, oh, dang. Yeah, shit popping off at the mall. Dang. Yeah, I, I, if that was a headline, I wouldn't be shocked. I mean, shit, we just had a man slit a kid's throat because he was listening to rap music at oh, a convenience yeah. store. That was so fucked up. That was so fucked up. It's dark. It's dark times. But overall, what I, what I think, Jake, is you you weren't thinking about that in the moment. No, you, I wasn't expecting just, anybody to get. My, I was just trying to do something nice for somebody that I felt deserved something nice yeah. to happen to them. And eventually, nice things just come back at you unknowingly because the world rewards us. Yeah, the world rewards. I would us. be and a horrible doing, god. Yeah. Well, would you just like? What would you do? People, I, I don't know. <laughs> There's no middle ground. Like I feel like uh, I would either be like so generous or like you just got swallowed by the earth. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm. No one man should have all that power. And that's my good note. That is. That is. Thank you guys so much for listening. Listen to my beautiful dark twisted fantasy. Absolutely. It's a six. <sighs> fuck you, Fantana. <laughs> you do have the best teeth in the game though. But fuck you for that six. It's a ten. Yeah. It, it's definitely high nines. It's a ten. Fuck off. It's a nine. It's a damn. All right. Goodbye. Yeah, we'll be back next week. Later. Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening to another episode of Hooks, Lines, and Hip Hop. We appreciate you spending your time with us. Don't forget to share us with your family and friends. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at HLHPO. Once again, that's HLHPO. Thanks for the support. And until next time, see